0: Welcome to Life Changing Money, a podcast all about one of the most taboo topics in the world, money. I'm your host, Barbara Shrehan, and we're going behind the scenes on business owners' journeys to money, success, and wealth. Let's get started. And today, I'm so excited to bring on our guest known as the young closer, Zach Sasser. What's Welcome. going on,
1: Barbara? Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super pumped.
0: You might be like, I mean, you're definitely our youngest interviewer so far, but you might like hold the record for a while.
1: Yeah. No, it's, I'm, I'm definitely in a, a pretty cool little situation with, especially with, with my age. Um. So I'm 22 years old, surrounded by some people doing some, some really big things. So um, just grateful. Super grateful.
0: How did you get to come around people doing some big things.
1: So I, I grew up in a, an entrepreneurship family. So my dad was always investing into different masterminds and stuff like that. So he joined one called apex with Ryan Stuman. and he's, he's been with him probably five, I want to say like five, six years. Um, and I just happened to go over to his house one day and I was like, what's up dad? He's like, Hey, I'm on a phone call with, with Danny. Who's Ryan's right hand man. And, um, He's like, hey, what's up, Zach? You want an internship with us? Like, he he got to the point real quick. He saw I was wearing a, I was in college at the time. So he saw I was wearing a college shirt. He's like, do you want an internship with us? And I was like, yeah, 100%. Um, Because Ryan was always like that, that local entrepreneur. I always knew, like, you know, driving Lamborghinis and stuff like that. So I always looked up to him and I was like, yeah. So I started as an intern. Um, Long story short, started making some sales, ended up, Becoming one of the top sales reps at the company, and and that's kind of where I'm at now. So, I'm I'm one of the top sales reps for Ryan. Have a couple of businesses on the side, but um, it's pretty cool. Ryan gets to take me to not only all all our masterminds, which is like Apex, but like all these other masterminds as well. So I'm I'm, I'm surrounded by some some really top dogs. I am.
0: I never knew your dad was in Apex.
1: My dad's in Apex Entourage. Yeah. Okay. And my my older brother is now as well.
0: Are they going to be at MDM?
1: It will. Yeah. My whole family will actually, my girlfriend, my friends. I got a lot of people coming to MDM. So
0: that's awesome. Yes, ma'am. Um, what are your other businesses? So you, you started helping Ryan and then did you start new businesses or was it vice versa? You already had some businesses.
1: So the reason I was able to really, why I think I was able to take off with Ryan so good was because I had a background in digital marketing. So I had a digital marketing firm at the time we did like SEO websites, stuff like that. Not really paid ads. Um, but I did it for my family roofing company, which I'm I'm a partner in that now. Um, but in the beginning, I was just doing like like digital marketing for them, making websites, stuff like that. Um, so I had the marketing agency that kind of led me to a tree service company because I I made these websites, I made them show up first on Google, and they started getting a ton of leads. And like none of the local tree service companies were able to handle it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I don't, I don't want to just like waste these leads. Why don't I just find my own crew? So I ended up hiring my mom. She handles that. I don't even touch that business. I I think we have a job going on right now. Um, So I have a tree service company. I have a digital marketing agency. I don't really touch it anymore. I don't do anything with it. And then I'm a partner in my brother's roofing company as well.
0: Amazing. Yes, ma'am. So you mentioned your dad was an entrepreneur. Do you remember growing up? Did you ever hear some like money mindset things or self-limiting beliefs. Like a lot of times, at least when I grew up, I heard we can't afford that. Um, that's too expensive or even for people that grew up wealthy, maybe they knew they were wealthy, but they heard their parents say, we can't spend anything. Cause we'll, we might lose it all. Do you remember hearing any certain?
1: 100%. I, I really think that's where I get my outlook on like money and like, like knowing the value of a dollar is cause my dad, he was in sales growing up. He had businesses, he was in sales. Um, mortgages and then roofing. So he had some really good years, but then he had really bad years too. So it was kind of like, like a a roller coaster, a constant roller coaster. Um, so some years, you know, we, my dad made a lot of money, especially being like, like, he didn't really want to grow the roofing company. He was like the only sales rep. Mm -hmm. So for being the only sales rep, he was doing numbers that like roofing companies with like 10 sales reps were doing. So he, he killed it. Um, but he, he didn't grow up with money either. He didn't grow up surrounded by people like that. Um, so he, I love my dad, but he was terrible with money. He would make all this money and find a way to, it would burn a hole in his pocket. Yeah. Um, so my dad really taught me what not to do with money. Um. Kinda, kinda. Um, he taught me like, like you can buy memories and, and that's one of the most valuable things you can buy. But yes, a lot of like, like limiting beliefs. Um, I was always the one telling my little brothers, hey, we don't need that. You know, we don't need that candy bar. We don't need that toy. Because if they asked my mom while we were in the store, she was going to snap, you know, she was mm-hmm. going to nah, You know, we, we, I didn't even want to hear it. It would just stress her out, honestly, make her upset that she couldn't buy her son a candy bar or something like that. So yes. And, and that's, that's really what led me to knowing the value of a dollar and being so, I don't want to say cheap because I'm not cheap. I'm I'm willing to spend money on stuff that's worth it, but conscious, very conscious of, of money.
0: Yeah. What's like your philosophy around money now?
1: Um, my philosophy on money: I think you can live a good life. Well, at least I can. Everybody has like everybody wants to live their own lifestyle, but I can live a good life for less than a hundred thousand. So my ideology behind money is okay: live off that hundred thousand. Even a hundred thousand is a stretch for me. Like I'm two years ago, I was a college kid living off at of three thousand a month. So like right now, I'm at like six thousand. So even like ten thousand, that's I gotta find ways to burn that money. Mm-hmm. Um, but every hundred thousand after that is I look at it as just, just invest because it's straight profit. You don't have your rent coming out of that second hundred thousand. You don't have your food. You don't have your car payment. You don't have all that stuff. So don't touch it. Don't Mm -hmm. act like you have it there, invest it. And then once you get to to the third hundred thousand, invest that money too, because I want to get to a point where all this, this money that I'm making right now, who knows, I I would like to think that, you know, sales are going to be great forever. Business is great, but you never know. Right. Um, So, so take this money that you're making now live comfortably live life, you know, life short, but I think you can do that with a hundred thousand, all the extra money, invest it, find a way to invest it. Um, flow, net worth investments, all sorts of stuff, but find a way to like diversify. I just love investing. I, I, yeah. So my truck, it's like 25,000 and it hurt me to pay for like a used F1. It's like a 2014, like Mm -hmm. it's a nice truck. I love it, but like not a super nice truck. It hurt me to like, like spend 25 K on it, like 25 K investments. It's like, Hey, we're, Yeah. Here's the money. I just love investing money. I just, I I like investing. I'd rather not spend money. I don't like spending money.
0: That's so, like, it's so impressive that you're 22 years old and that's like coming out of your mouth. When I was 22, what was I doing? I had just had a kid in college and I was in like $40,000 of credit card debt, like zero negative money to my name, right? So, how do you think you got so comfortable with investing?
1: Um, it, it it's I, I think it's my childhood. I think it's growing up. I I I was always good at saving money. Even in high school, I had like like ten thousand dollars to my name. Just like working at Chick Fil A and selling roofs on the side. Um, I just I really hate spending money. I hate spending like <laughs> going out to eat. Like I I just I I hate spending money. It really it really just I think it goes back to my childhood and like seeing hey we could have good years but then we could have bad years. Mm. Um. So I've always been good with saving my money. Investments, I I don't know. I just, I don't look at that as spending money. I see, I see it as like making It'll money. It'll come back to you. 100%. It'll make babies. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, and then like like college, um, I wasn't going to go to college either. I knew I wanted to be a business owner. I, long story short, I wanted to be an engineer freshman year and ended up deciding, Hey, I want to be a business owner. I don't need to go to college, but I already had so many credits from whenever I wanted to be an engineer I was already one year into school before I even got to like, before I graduated high school. And then the rest of it was like a a 50% scholarship. Mm -hmm. So I just went ahead and went just because it it could be a good backup plan, Um, but I paid my way through the whole time. So I, I, I was never in debt. I just amazing. I'm I'm real money conscious. I just, I I love learning about money and, and how money works.
0: I had six figures of student loan debt when I graduated. So I
1: couldn't imagine. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> there's good debt and there's bad debt. I think that's oh, it bad was, debt. It was
0: bad debt. It was like painful. For years my student loan payment was more than my mortgage. That would um, hurt my
1: heart going out of my paid out of I my know. bank account.
0: You just bought a house though, right? I
1: did. Yes, ma'am.
0: Oh my gosh. Tell us about it.
1: Um, stressful process, honestly. Especially in in DFW. It's super hot right now. Um had to do appraisal waves. You had to, you didn't know if you were having to come out. of pocket. So I it was my first house. I didn't do an FHA. I did a 5% down, but because you do the appraisal waves, what you need to do in order to buy a house in this market, I didn't know if I was going to have to come out pocket 100K. I didn't know if it was uh, going to yeah. be 20K. I, I just didn't know. Um Stressful process, but we got it done. I knew everything was going to work out. So um I'm super excited about that. I think that's kind of like it wasn't my first investment, but I feel like it's a great first investment because I I found a way to like cover the mortgage. I have roommates, so they're covering all but $200 of my mortgage. And then the way the housing market's going the past five years in DFW, real estate's appreciated like 20%. Mm. Like five years ago, the house that I bought was half the price what it is right now. Average five to 10, I would say. Yeah. So, my house, it was, it was like 400,000. So if let's just say 10%, 5%, if it appreciates at that, that's like 20 to 40 K net worth going up every single year. Yeah. That's just exciting to me. I yeah. just, I, I, I love that. So.
0: And you found a way for other people to basically pay your mortgage for you.
1: And they're living cheaper than what they could, but on their own too, mm. because like one bedroom apartments now are like 1200, 1400. I'm only charging them 800.
0: Amazing. So it's like,
1: I get to live with my best friends. They get to save money. I get to save money. It's just. It's a pretty cool little thing.
0: When I was paying off my student loans, um, we had roommates too. Cause it was like, they'll pay the mortgage so that I could pay my student loans. 100%. So it was like married family with kids and we had roommates, <laughs> but you had to do what you had to do. I don't have
1: kids yet, but who knows? Who
0: yeah. Said. So do you have like a number in your head of like how much you want to invest or net worth, right? Like what is life-changing money to you?
1: Um life-changing yeah so i I think there's a few different levels so i think the first level is kind of getting to that point where like your bills are covered you don't have to worry about bills you know if, if a big expense comes up you're good you don't you don't have to stress so that's kind of like a comfort level um for me i think 100k is kind of that like and i don't really live like an extravagant life um so i think 100k is like kind of like that first level the second level Brian always says like, once you get to like 500K, your life doesn't change too much between like 500K and a million. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like 500K is kind of, like, you're living a good life at 500K. Um, I, I want a portfolio. I want a real estate portfolio of 25 million by the time I'm 30. Ooh. So, like, yeah. Seven and a half years.
0: You got it. That's 100%. like 4 million a year. You got it. Yeah.
1: I just have to fast forward. So my plan was, I want to buy a new house every single year using my 5% just as like my primary residence and then start running the other ones out. But I'll have to do more than one a year. Yeah. I'll have to fast forward to that.
0: Once you start doing that though, it multiplies like crazy. You know, you think sure. you'll do one a year, but then you'll do two and then you'll do four and then you'll do start doing multifamily and it just like grows so fast.
1: For sure. That makes sense.
0: Um. So where can people find you? I mean, you closed me on, on (laughs) Apex. So if people are interested in Apex, where can they find you?
1: Yeah. So if you, if you want to talk about Apex, if you want to follow my journey, I have a book coming out. Um, I'm almost, I'm almost done writing it. I have like 4,000 more words, Um, but it should, it should come out probably end of Q3, start of Q4. Um, but I mean, if you're interested in me talking to me, anything like that, I would love to talk to y'all. Um, Instagram is a great place and then Facebook. So Instagram, it's going to be at Sasser 21 and then Facebook, it's going to be facebook.com forward slash real Zach Sasser.
0: Awesome. We'll have it in the show notes too. Cool. Thank you so much for being on.
1: 100%. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Life Changing Money. Don't forget to subscribe and I would love if you left a review and shared it with your friends. See you next time.